0: Foundations.
1: We want to honour God and so we actually do things that we think will make Him love us more or things that we think will make us more holy. And mm. it's like we want to be pious. But then what we do is we think that we must be pious in order
0: to please God. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our last program, we looked at how Judaism has morphed into what it is today once the temple service was no longer possible. We'll also look at this program at how Paul tried to answer the dilemma for Jews who refused to see that Jesus was the Messiah they'd been waiting for and how salvation has always been taught throughout the Bible, the very foundation of our faith.
1: We also looked at how even before the first temple was destroyed, this very bad habit or I won't say bad habit because it was born out of a desire to do the right thing but it kind of got out of control but this habit developed by making man-made traditions to embellish the word of God and it started way back before Isaiah the prophet and he prophesied about how Men would do this And that how God would actually confound Their efforts in, in mm. doing that So we, we looked at that And we also looked at the fact that In the uh, Talmud there is this you know Encounter of a guy who makes an oven And then asks these two rabbis If the oven is kosher And both rabbis disagree with each other One says yes it's kosher The other says no it's not The one who said it is God actually confirms what he's saying By speaking audibly from the heavens And the other Uh, Rabbi says, no, even if God speaks, it doesn't mean anything because the authority to interpret Mm. and make these declarations belongs with the rabbis. And so this is where this tradition has come from and how that same attitude has also impacted both the Catholic and Protestant churches as well throughout history where the authority to interpret Scripture or what we're supposed to do or not do um, is left to the authority of priests and, and ministers as the story in the Talmud shows, you've got two rabbis and neither of them agree. Yeah, so right. who are you supposed to trust?
0: We can't look down our nose at any of them because we're uh, all in the same boat. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and reality is too that it's not because they are wanting to dismiss God's word. They actually see God's word as being incredibly important. Absolutely. so All of these traditions have been built in order to protect his word and to try to ensure that they don't break God's law. But I guess it's just human nature that it all goes too far.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is is human nature, actually. We want to honour God, and so we actually do things that we think will make him love us more or things that we think will make us more holy. And Mm. it's like the word is pious. We want to be pious. But then what we do is we think that we must be pious in order to please God.
0: Yeah, so true. Yeah. Well, the Apostle Paul really wrestles with this, and I guess he's coming out of being there himself, and yeah. then he's had this incredible encounter with Jesus. But in Romans 10, he says, Brothers, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for them, that's the Jews, is for their salvation, for I testify about them, they have a zeal for God, but not in accordance with knowledge. For not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own, mm. they didn't subject themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes.
1: Yeah. So you can see there Paul's frustration was that they mm. as so zealous for God. They want to please him. But instead of understanding that the scripture says that in order to please him, they have to have his righteousness, not yeah. their own. But they actually work so hard to build their own in order to be pleasing to him. Even, I believe it was Ezekiel who, or uh, well, it was Ezekiel or maybe Jeremiah. It could have been Isaiah, where he actually said that our righteousness is like filthy rags. Yeah, it what was definitely do- one of the prophets, it was, I can assure it that. Was what- <laughs> <laughs> But it's in us to want to do something yeah. to make ourselves right before God but as sinners, we don't have that capacity. And here, Paul was so frustrated. He's like, They can't see it. They yeah. desperately want to please God, but they want to do it according to their own righteousness. And it's a fail every single time.
0: Yeah. Well, of course, Moses, I guess, is helpful in this sense. In Exodus 34, verse 27, we read these words. And the Lord said to Moses, write down these words. For in accordance with these words, I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. And mm. so we see in that verse that really it's God's authority is in the words that Moses wrote down. That's where you know we can come unstuck if we start to add to God's word. But it's really if we take notice of his word and the authority of those words, the written word, yeah. that uh, it's where we're going to, I guess, keep ourselves on the straight and narrow. And obviously Joshua reinforces that as well. Yes, he does. Where in Joshua eight, It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. Mm. For then you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have success.
1: It's interesting, isn't it? Because we we talked last time about the oral law, this supposed law that was given to Moses and then handed down generation after generation after generation that was supposedly an oral law explaining how to live out the written law. So they focused on the oral law to make sure that they obeyed the written law, mm. unfortunately, there was a lot of things in the oral law that kind of countermanded and undermined what was in the written law. And yet, yeah. God's word actually says, "Do what is written in this book." Yeah, that's right. Meditate on this, and and it goes on and actually says there in that verse in Joshua one eight is if if you'll do what's written in this, that's mm. when you're going to have success. Yeah, and and again, we mentioned before as well that Christian traditions have also. Followed this same pattern that Jewish people have. We're busy trying to do things to make ourselves more pious and righteous before God. But in and of ourselves, we can't. It's got to be based on his word. And so here's the thing. We've been asking the question and not really answering it yet. What is Christianity and Judaism supposed to be founded on? Yes, we have God's word that tells us what his standards are, what his expectations for his children are, of how we're supposed to live and conduct ourselves in a very sinful and godless world. However, if it's based on the written word and not on the sacrificial system that has now been fulfilled in Christ, what is it based on? And the question is often asked, how did people before Jesus get saved? Well, Before Jesus, we know that there were always sacrifices long, long before the law was given Mm. to Moses. Right back to Cain and Abel, there was sacrifices given, not a new phenomenon. So there was this understanding that sacrifice had to be made, blood had to be spilled in order to be right with God. And of course, for the Jewish people, they had the prophecies going right back to the garden ...of a promised Messiah who would come and deliver them. So every sacrifice that was made and every effort that was done up until Jesus was done by faith Mm. because the Messiah hadn't come yet. It was all by faith up until Jesus comes, the fulfillment of the promise. So from the beginning up till Jesus, it's all based on faith. From Jesus and his death, his resurrection and ascension from then on... No sacrificial system is going to be acceptable after that because he fulfilled it all. So therefore, Christianity is built on faith from that point on until he comes back again. That's the yeah. means of our salvation. But you only get that through the understanding of the written word rather than all the embellishments, be it in Judaism or be it in in the Christian faiths and denominations. Yeah.
0: Well, of course, the writer of the Hebrews Really hits the nail on the head with yes. this faith because he goes through you know, the patriarchs and all these different characters in the Old Testament who all, by faith, acted in their life. You know they worked by faith. You know in putting their faith in in God, mm-hmm. and that was what actually made them right with God. So Absolutely. whether it be as you say before or after Jesus. The faith has got to be the foundation.
1: Absolutely. So we've we've kind of gone the really long way tourist route (laughs) to get to this point. We've talked a lot about what Christianity and Judaism are not built on. These gives us the skeleton for knowledge and understanding. But our, well, I'm going to say the word religion. I say it hesitantly because I don't actually like that word. But our religion, Christianity and Judaism, have this skeletal framework of the written word that tells us all we need to know about God and how to live, but it's actually built upon faith in God and his promise and his absolute assurance in fulfilling his word to us.
0: And it only comes through faith and faith alone. Absolutely. Join us again next time for Foundations as we continue to explore the Hebrew foundations of our Christian faith.